0: Hey there, and welcome back to Pasta Music, a podcast by music fans for music fans. We're your hosts, Matt and Jeff, of father-son music-loving duo. Today's episode, we will talk about the albums that just came out and let you know how they are, as well as discussing the albums we gave each other. And then we're going to look into another year. So we did this a while back. We looked into the year 1975 because I saw a TikTok posting about all these great albums that came out this year. So we thought, hey, let's step it up a year and we'll look again. And so this year, we're actually going to be looking at 1976. Wow, how original.
1: I know. Yeah, one year.
0: One year, one year difference. But okay. I think it makes a lot of a change
1: because... Oh, yeah, you can see some of the influences coming in.
0: Yeah, there's there's <laughs> there's some changes starting to come out. But...
1: Uh, well, we'll get to, we'll talk yeah, about
0: once that. we get to there, we'll talk about that. But right. there's been a lot of good music finally coming out.
1: Well, for you. Finally. Not for me. Well, you didn't like it as much? No, I had a rough week. I had a rough two weeks. I've had a rough three weeks. When was the last time we did? Oh,
0: it is. It has been three weeks since we recorded. It was Valentine's Day. Yeah, it has been almost a month. Uh, we're we're getting up there. We we were wow. we we're slacking off a little bit here on on our parts. And that's that's my bad. As you know, I, I, well, it's I. was not your
1: bad. It just just didn't get a chance to, to get around to it.
0: Yeah, and I, one of the weeks I was finishing up school. The other week, Jeff had to do help in something else, and. So we just have just been busy, you know, it's starting to get spring. It's like 50 degrees outside today. I mean, shit, it's been nice.
1: Yeah, it's been really nice. Yeah, I can't complain. I'm just playing around with my camera right now. I know
0: I'm looking over because I have
1: like, what the hell you doing. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so for the viewers, I have two monitors. And so on the left monitor, I have my Spotify up so I can look at and talk about songs. And then on the right monitor, I have my script as well as the Zoom call, which is where we record and Jeff is just giving me a shaky cam look at his life right now. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm gonna get a headache if I yeah. Look you're over gonna me. get a headache. I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna okay, keep looking to it. left. I'm going you I'm keep going
1: back up top. I mean that was just that's uh, just too much, man. And you gotta get a better camera, man. <laughs> you know I understand that, but you gotta use what you gotta use. What yeah. You got right
0: now. Yeah, you gotta. You it, get, it If works. you have it, you have it, right?
1: You can see me. Hello. I can. I can. I can see you. It's not like you can't see me. That I'm is just... true looking down all the time and you're way up there.
0: And <laughs> That's I just, fine. To,
1: I just need to position it a little better somehow. And at least I'm not looking at Timmy sideways. Like what you got to look at Timmy. I don't know why he does yeah, that.
0: I don't know either. Timmy's just a nerd. Yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, so I'll start first. I listened to four things that came out, which is really nice. Um, the first one being a redo of Denzel Curry and Kenny beats unlocked album, which if you've been listening for a while, that was, I think, my number two album of the year for last year. With really? uh, fun beats, uh, fun flows. And so this one came out. It's called Unlocked 1.5. And what I, from what I noticed is that they're all just remixes and redos of the Unlocked album. Track by track, song by song. So, so they
1: basically just re- It, it was basically re, a re-release. Re, uh, yeah. Whatever, re-engineered it.
0: Mm-hmm. But with um, features with uh, different uh, producers coming in. So it was a completely redo of the album, but the flow of the album was basically lost because of that. That's that's mm-hmm. the big problem with the album is like, like my favorite song on the original Unlocked was Take It Back, where it's talking about the whole premise, of like the, the, main, it's the main part of the chorus. It says, take it back like civil rights and Rosa Parks, which I think is just a clean line. Sure. Um, But it makes it almost like a... I guess like a like a '60s esque sounding song, and it it doesn't really fit. I mean, I guess it does, but like it didn't really fit the v- lyrics that it, he was trying to get out there.
1: Hmm.
0: And so like you can see, he has good features. He brought Smino in. He brought Joey Badass in. He's he's yeah. I
1: know like neither one of those guys. Benny
0: the Butcher. I think it's cool sure. that he's got these the these. New yeah, he works. He out.
1: works right down the street at no, no- Come- Eat Farket, right?
0: Oh yeah, um, um, a It's <laughs>
1: market it, it, whatever it is market
0: god uh, so, damn it so benny the butcher is sitting at about 800,000 monthly listeners joey badass sitting at about 6 million and smino sitting at about 5 million so they're wow. big names that they're pulling in with them and and you you want that to turn out well but it doesn't flow some way sometimes mm-hmm. um my favorite songs are the cosmic and pyro tracks 3 and 5 i don't know if i'm coming back to this album
1: like it's well, if it's it, the same, but is it it's different but the same, right? It's different but the same,
0: but I prefer the original one a lot more. So if I'm going to listen to it, I'm listening to the original, not this one. That's well, I, I think that's the really big problem that came with this, I guess, redo of the album.
1: Right. Well, I mean, it happens. I mean, there's just when you when you redo something, if you're taking something that's already good, nine times out of ten, you're probably gonna screw it up. Mm-hmm. So and that's I don't what know. happened here, unfortunately. I, you know, we well, we had that when uh Cat Stevens redid T for the Tillerman. Oh yeah. it was T for the Tillerman too. It was just and his voice sounded terrible. It was terrible, it was it absolutely terrible. I actually really like
0: that. That was one of my favorite albums that you've ever given me. Because I i really do like the the folky, well, it's just uh, yeah, it's just a he's yeah, you know, he's a guy, folk singer. It. Yep, absolutely, but, but his like I said, it doesn't just, hold up. It,
1: I mean, it was made in the 70s, and he redid it in 2020, 50 years but later. again. But, it's the same concept. I mean, you take something that was already good mm-hmm. that you're going to try to make better, yeah. but it's kind of like if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: Yeah, basically. That's, that's the whole premise I'm getting at here. <laughs> uh, good, not great, won't come back to it. Listen to the original Unlocked if you haven't heard it yet. That's all I can tell you about that.
1: I, all I gotta say is this week for me was probably the worst week of, well, I should say the worst two weeks of listening to new new albums and just albums in general. It was just <laughs> not a good week. Um, you, well, you had a you
0: had a big I, album release this week. Yeah, like, we did. Or two weeks. But, but
1: but I mean, okay, so the first one you know that I did last week was the Alice Cooper Detroit Stories. Came out on 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 February twenty fifth. It's fifteen songs, fifty minutes, and and, and I'm just going to step the premise here because I am not an Alice Cooper fan. Yes, I do like a few of his songs, but that's about as far as I go with Alice Cooper. That's fair. Um, and I'm going to tell you that this album did not change my mind. I mean this this thing, this album is all over the place. I, it has hints of. Um, well, it, well, you'd have to understand, Alice Cooper. He's he's kind of a David Lee Ross type singer. He's more like Frank Zappa. He's a little eclectic. Um, he doesn't sing. He speaks his songs. Okay. So he's not a down. He's he can sing, but he doesn't downright always sing. He's he'll sing and then he'll speak, and then he'll sing. And he'll speak. Hmm. Um. But he's a little bit of a heavier Frank Zappa's, but as far as you can go with, with Alice Cooper and Frank Zappa, uh, I mean, he's kind of out there too. He's, he's very, very, uh, God, I wish, what's the name. I mean, these are, these are eclectic guys that, you know, they just do their own thing. They just, they have their, it's almost like they're building their own genre by themselves. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a song on there. Go man, go. That one's all right. Uh, our love will change the world. Sounds like a modern Beatles song, which is really strange. Interesting. Um, $1,000 high heel shoes is a really strange, like an off Broadway type play score. <laughs> That's how it sounds. It sounds like it was being sung on a stage of, of, a <laughs> uh, st- I mean, it is so weird.
0: Oh God. I
1: go, this is pretty bad. And then the last song East side stories sounds like baby, please don't go by the group them back in 1964. It has the same theme. It has the same rhythm. Oh, Alice just choose one I said, one and I go said with if you're it. an Alice Cooper fan you might enjoy this and I did not I give it a two and a half oh my god it was it was it was hard it was hard to finish it was hard to review it a second time <laughs> oh because you, you had to re-listen to it well I re listened to it a week <clears throat> a week and a half ago or whatever it was and yep but I always go through and re-listen to them as I'm writing my my little spiel on them I'll, I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll skim through the songs. Oh yeah, I remember this one. And if it's a good song, then I'll listen to it. If it's a bad song, I skip over it, yep. you know, or if it's a really bad song then I write about it to say it is a really bad song. So it's kind of like, that's how I do my little reviews. And, and you know, it's just, it was bad. It's just, it wasn't as bad as, uh, the, the deep purple Oop, There yeah, we go.
0: Yeah. It was Oh, there's the phone call. We get one. Of the yeah. yeah time. Well, yeah. <laughs> so it
1: wasn't as bad as deep purple. So but it wasn't much better. Okay. It's
0: it's it's really hard to be worse than Deep Purple from my point of view. So yeah. the fact that it's close makes me a little sad.
1: Yeah, it's in fact most of mine were that bad. Oh no, you just had a bad week, huh? Oh, yeah, it's 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 terrible. All right, well, I'll take <laughs> okay, it over. You here. go next. <laughs> probably probably the
0: biggest release on the weekend was a considered to be a three track single from Drake. Drake being, you know, the Canadian rapper/slash pop star who's sitting at 52 million monthly listeners. That's uh, crazy. Seventh in the world. And he released three a three-track EP. And honestly, it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. I know there's a lot of Drake haters just because he's mainstream, but I think if you're playing music at like a party or something and you don't know what the scenario is. It is always good to put on Drake because somebody'll like it, or most people at least understand it and be okay with it. So, so Drake is that universal, he's all right kind of guy, but it's nothing it's like crazy that stands out. Um, his release of Scorpion in 2018 was like 24 songs, 25 songs in an hour and a half, and everybody hated it. I was with it. The Dark Lane demo tapes, 14 songs uh, in 2020, kind of toned it down again, as whereas well he's finding his groove. And I think he kind of shines through here. Um, the song What's Next, the first song, has a terribly. A te- blah, 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 blah. has a terrible beat that is just him going over it, but there's no changes in the beat. It's just a monotone, one flow to it, mm. which I didn't like. That's, this is the only song I didn't like. I oh. think th- you could have changed something up with that. But <laughs> uh, Wants and Needs featuring Lil Baby. Now, Lil Baby is another big uh, artist in the scene, getting 20 million monthly listeners currently. Um, and Drake's part seemed a little phoned in, but it's like Drake's really good at choruses and catchy verses. And Lil yeah. Baby came in and murdered it. He was so good. I think that's the reason why I loved it, is the Lil Baby's verse, uh, changing up his flow rhythmically twice, uh, getting that great rapping style into it, with drake's uh, chorus like progressions i think was really good and i think Lil baby carried that song wow and so that one is probably my favorite on the album it's only sitting at 10 million plays already in the what four days it's been out
1: 10 million plays already Ten million plays what the hell i mean that's all that's all these big artists have to do these days put out a couple songs it gets 10 million plays they make a million bucks they run away
0: yeah it's nuts and then the last song is called Lemon Pepper Freestyle. Uh, you might know this artist that he's featuring with, Rick Ross. Do you know who that is? No. Oh. Rick Ross is a producer, though. Rick Ross is an artist. I thought Rick Ross was a producer. No. Uh, you know the song uh, Purple Lamborghini? Nope. It's, I don't know. That. Okay. It's off of the Suicide Squad soundtrack. But uh, Rick Ross is very popular. He's sitting at 11 million, but he's more, he's older. So he's been in the scene for a while, kind of like Drake. Probably since like late two thousands, I guess is where yeah, hustling. The every day I'm hustling, every mm-hmm. day I'm hustling, every right. day, every day. Yeah, that song came out in two thousand and six, and is one of his biggest songs. So that's but where he, a lot of people know Rick Ross from, and him and what Drake, was the
1: name of that band that was that did that song. Uh, did he write that song? Yeah, he wrote it and rapped it. What do you? What do you Every day I'm hustling. I thought that was a band. The two guys that were. No. Hmm. Okay, I'm thinking the wrong one. Yeah, I think you're going nuts. Anyways. I think party anthem, maybe party rock anthem. Party rock anthem. Oh, that's every I'm shuffling. Oh. (laughs) See, there you go. Ta-da!
0: Every day I'm shuffling. Oh, God. Oh, I haven't thought of it. Another fun fact, you know, the, you know, the group LMFAO, right? Yep. That was that band. Yeah. Yep. Got it. So so you you got two different songs, but anyways, that group, that duo. Yep. Is an uncle and nephew duo. Really? One of them's the uncle and one's the nephew. Oh boy. It's weird. And the fact they made a music video of them shaking their junk and humping the air with each other.
1: Hilarious. I, I do it for the money they got. Yeah, they did get a lot of money.
0: But anyways, Rick Ross and Drake made a six minute song. It is good. I think the flow to it is fantastic. It isn't a Drake-esque style party song, but it's a really good song, I thought. So two of the three tracks I enjoyed a lot. Ta-da! Ta-da!
1: <laughs> all right, you got the next one. What do you oh, got there? All right. So I came across the Melvins, which is really a part of the... Seattle scene when all my favorite bands came out like Alice in Chains and
0: uh, uh Soundgarden
1: and Pearl Jam and Nirvana and everybody came it out like of that runs. scene the Melvins were there basically babysitting these other guys while they were getting big the Melvins just kind of were there
0: were they kind of like mud honey
1: huh kind of like mud honey yeah Melvins and the mud honey so uh, they put it on an album called "Working with God" uh, back on the twenty fifth of uh, February. That's thirteen songs, thirty seven minutes, and I can understand why they didn't get very far. <laughs> Got an ass. So the first song, oh no, is a rendition of the Beach Boys "I Get Around," but they changed the words and um, get oh, your mute God. buttons ready because uh, it says "I fuck around." Oh. Yep, that's how they sing the whole song. Classic. To the same beat, to the same things. They just changed. Get to fuck. <laughs> well,
0: okay. I'm looking at the
1: track list.
0: Uh, uh-huh. Track eight and nine.
1: Also, how yeah. Bad. One one fuck you, and then fuck you. What is this? I told you it
0: is strange. There's there's literally two tracks that are 43 seconds, and then 11 seconds.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's uh. Yeah, wait a second. I'm gonna pull it up because you know oh my that's god, what, I what do. the what literally there's a
0: track that's one Brian, the horse face goon, and then Brian, the horse face
1: goon. Yeah, and then they don't sound anything like any, each other either, by the way. Oh, but they're just named near each other's cause you think that's it, yeah, be okay. The so here, that's here. I'll get I'll play a little bit of I fuck around. All right around, around. round, round, round How's that?
0: I mean, i d I didn't hear much on Zoom, but that's okay.
1: Oh, you didn't? Oh, that's too bad. Okay. That's all right. Well, yeah, just put in a little bit of like about 20 seconds worth of it. And you'll get it. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, shit. What? Wow. wow. Oh, did you just, just bump playing. up the volume? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it Scared you a little bit there, huh?
1: Woo! You're coming through loud and clear, my friend. Oh, you! I've never seen you jump that hard. Wow. So, yeah, all right, that's, that, that's all you that's got on the Melvin's. Yeah, and, and it the rest of the album goes like that pretty much. It sucks. Oh God. Oh it's sucks. It's terrible. I mean, I was I was hesitant to even give, give it the three, but I gave it a three. <laughs> I said they're very odd duck band. You can hear Seattle sounds everywhere. So it's like one song sounds like Soundgarden, one song sounds like Pearl Jam. one song sounds like somebody else, Nirvana, one song sounds like themselves. Then they put on the I screw around or fuck around song. And then I mean, they're heavy grunge. They're hints of punk. They're all mixed in. They're super unique. They're just weird. Mm. I, I understand why they didn't make it to mainstream because they can't. That's because it's not mainstream. It's not, but they they seem to keep putting out albums. So people, some people like them. So I don't know, whatever. It's, it's not, it's another bad album for me for a three out of 10. All right. Fair enough. So I
0: have another EP. So I listened to two EPs or technically one single and one EP, but this one is a four track EP by cascade an edm artist that works a lot with monster cat so uh back when i first started listening to electronic music uh, i found monster cat and that was what guided me into the liking of electronic music and now the artist G- cascade is still releasing music and you know it wasn't bad uh really of the four tracks like Two of them were alright, and two of them I'm going to listen to again, but with this EP, there's no real reason to I guess go re-listen to everything. So, if I'm picking two tracks out of the four that I like that I'm going to go listen to, which would be Flip Reset and Closer, it's not that bad of a EP. Hmm. I mean, Cascade's sitting at 5.5 million monthly listeners, so he's kind of well-known in the EDM scene, so this was kind of cool to see him have something come out. But... Of the EP, four songs, fourteen minutes. It's enjoyable. I didn't mind it at all.
1: <laughs> hmm, interesting. Yeah, all right, you got your last one. My last one, which you know, and I and I looked at the list this week, and I was I was happy to see these guys on the list. I think they were. I I like their um, their initial album, Kings of Leon. Uh-huh. You know, this is a they put out a new album today uh, uh, yeah, or Friday, so two days ago on the fifth. When You See Yourself, it's 11 songs, 51 minutes. Here's what I said about the album. This album is so boring, I literally fell asleep listening to it a second time. <laughs> no. I, I, I actually fell asleep. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a song called A Wave. That's, that's the name of the song, is A Wave. By far, is my favorite album, but the rest of it sounds like an 80 New Age sound. Oh, God. And it, they didn't do very well with it. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, no. I, I'm going to try to go back and listen to it again just because, but I don't even know if I want to. I It's just, it was bad. I Again, it's just, I I, I went 0 for 3 for new albums this week. Wow, you're just swinging and missing, huh? You know, nothing. I mean, you know, and I, and I guess, you know, that's to be expected. But, I mean, this album was, you know, wait a second. I got to play you something because, I mean, it's just, it, it's it, just the lullaby first, well even mom said the first two songs she's like what the hell are we listening to i'm like oh well this is supposedly a good band but not this one yeah, it's supposed to be That's about as good as it gets. That one wasn't at least as bad. No, it starts off. Everything starts out really slow, and then that one builds up to at about the 130 mark, 140 mark. Yeah. But it's still a five-minute song. Oh, my God. I oh. mean, they're they're five minutes, six minutes, four minutes, six minutes, oh. four minutes, six minutes. It's crazy.
0: You're going to be yawning because you're playing such
1: boring music. I know. It's, that's what I was doing. I was like, going, oh, my God. I get to about the third song. I was like... Oh, and I was on. I was at song nine. I'm like, oh Uh-oh. crap, that song. I fell asleep.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> all right, so, so this weekend, another big release of mine is the new Quinn 92 album, uh, also known as like Quinn XCII, but like if you translate that into Roman numerals, it's Quinn 92. Uh, so this one is a 12 track, 34 minute album
1: that is actually really good. Um, <laughs> i'm laughing at myself i'm trying to remember my roman numerals i said when was there a 40 added into roman numerals well no because uh x i is... know x is c and c is 100 x means x before means 10 minus yep 100. i know that yeah, but there I'm, you go now when, we're I, first, when I first when i first looked at it i'm like going okay x is 50 c <laughs> is when did c become 40
0: yeah yeah so x is 10 <laughs> c is 100 and uh, the two
1: uh, oh my god, I'm losing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's gonna be a long day, huh? Oh my god. So <laughs> my god,
1: they, it's already seven o'clock at night. We're doing seriously. this Seriously. So uh <laughs> you remember you
0: remember the Brent EP by Jeremy Zucker that we oh, I remember yeah, that one yeah, that we listened that. to when Ryan was on? Yep. So it was Jeremy Zucker and Chelsea Cutler a lot. Okay, yeah, well, but he got that. he got both of them on Ooh. different songs. Nice with uh an artist named A OK, which is uh, I don't really care for A OK. And uh, yeah, and then Alexander Twenty Three, which is a pretty good artist as well, cool. works a lot with the Thirteen
1: Reasons Why soundtrack.
0: Yeah, I don't care about
1: that, but that's fine. Oh, was yeah. that that TV show or whatever it was?
0: Yeah, the one with the chick that killed herself and gave you thirteen reasons why she killed herself.
1: Oh yeah, that was a really bad. I mean, it was a good show, but it was a really bad premise of why they should have done the show. Yeah, we just won't talk about that. Right, that's not. But um. Or else we can start a new podcast about shows that shouldn't be made shows, huh? S- shows that are borderline eh? Uh, <laughs> I think we got enough on our plates. We don't need any anymore. Seriously. <laughs> but this Who album... Who cares about that? Music is more important.
0: Yeah, seriously. Music is better than TV shows. But right. music is borderline with movies. I can argue for both. Because I love movies and I love music. And I will stand by that. Both <laughs> of them are good. There you go. Uh, so this Quinn album came out... Um, I was expecting it to be good because I like a letter to my younger self, which was his album that came out last year. And I Ah. liked from Michigan with love, which came out two years ago Mm. and I liked them both. So I was expecting to like this one and it's true. I liked it. I mean, there's, there's nothing you can go wrong with. He sounds like a John Bellion esque voice to him and stylistic of music. And John Bellion being one of my favorite artists, I can't complain too much nope um but it i thought it was pretty good (laughs) yeah i I, I think i get i could give it like a seven i think because this is the only like full album that i listen to right but this is a seven i think it's there's replayable factors uh i don't know how often it's replayable but it is replayable but Mm -hmm. i most likely will be picking songs from it like i do normally And not coming back to it as much.
1: Huh? Interesting.
0: All right. One last, one last release before we go on through the to the next segment.
1: Justin Bieber. You know, I saw he teenage heartthrob. Did he put a song, or did he put an EP, or is it a full album?
0: It is just a song. One song. One song that came out with a music video as well. Oh, I figured Um, the song "Hold On." And now we had Ryan on the show before, and Ryan's my roommate. And Ryan loves Justin Bieber, so I think I've heard him sing this twenty times already, oh, or play it, or watch the music video. But in total, I've heard this about twenty times. And I okay. So what I was telling Ryan is it's got a catchy chorus, but I think the music video makes it better. Really, I don't know if I like it as much, but the music video I think ups my listening value of it because it's actually a really artistically done music video i need you to hold on heaven is a place not too far away we all know i should be the one to say we all make mistakes
1: i mean it's not terrible it it's not bad and like i mean at least he's talking about his mistakes he's talking about things he's you know he's made mistakes in the past he's been able to hold on to everything else and moving forward it sounds like
0: yeah he has an album coming out on March 19th which i believe i think it's a March 19th but good you um, can do that one i will i'll actually listen to it um but anyways the music video follows uh him and a girlfriend of his or wife or i don't know uh going through her cancer treatments and Ooh. It's sad. It's, like, really sad. And, like, you could see them, like, loving each other and having good. And then you see the doctor come in and tell them, you know, uh, it looks like cancer. And then it cuts eventually to her being, like, bald and looking almost sickly and, like, sad. Wow. so, So in the end, he has to rob a bank to pay for her treatments. But he gets shot on the way to going back to see her. Wow. So it's, like, artistically pretty good of a music video. So, like that's that's the problem that I'm having is like the music video hypes this song up, I think a lot better than what you probably heard. Right. So if it's I think it's only like five minutes. If you have five minutes in your day, go check out the music video. I think it's I think it's something that is surprisingly a really great like artist music video.
1: Hmm. That, that tells us that's just under three minutes, two minutes fifty-one seconds.
0: Yeah, it tells a story. So it's 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 actually pretty good. Hmm. Uh, I was surprised.
1: There you go. Ta-da. Ta-da! That's
0: that's all the new stuff that came out. That's like that's all folks. That's half the show, guys. So I'm telling you, <laughs> music's coming out again. I'm excited. Yay. It's always good to hear it. Oh, well, we're but, finally
1: getting some of these uh COVID releases. Yes, finally. So all right,
0: now you brought a fun
1: album. Why don't you why don't you talk about it for a little bit? Oh yeah, I did give you a fun album. You know, uh not not their best. Nope. Nope. Um, but it has some very iconic songs that um, I believe that is their number one and number two most played on Spotify. Yep. from this band, uh, the band and number Poison. four. And the song was, or the album is open up and say, ah, <laughs> but you have to understand that this cover. one has every rose has its thorn. Nothing but a good time fallen angel. And you can also probably add, uh, Let me see here. Uh, there's uh, oh another. There's a couple other good songs that are decent. Uh, Your Mama Don't Dance is another one. Yeah, that on one's fine. Um, I, I, you know, um, well, <laughs> the heavy. Okay, side. so there's really not. I mean, so you really got about three or four good songs on there. Yep. Um, the other ones are okay. They're not great. Um, look, but you can't touch. Isn't bad. You know, they're not bad songs, they're just not great songs. They're not every rose has its thorn song. That's a, a classic, if I would. And it is also the
0: longest song on the album, by the way. Which is interesting. I mean, it's not surprising. Like ballots are normally technically or normally aren't they normally longer?
1: Uh yeah, yes, I would know. Because su- I think I mean, but like- this this was their sophomore album, so their first album came out 86. Mm-hmm. Um Probably their better album, but not by much because it's about the same. It's got about the same thing you got. You got about three or four great songs, and then the rest of them are mediocre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same thing when they come back out and they came out with Flesh and Blood. Um, Unskinny Bop is on that one. Um, a Strange Age of Uncle Jack. I really like that song, but there's, there's a lot of songs on that one. Poor Boy Blues. Again, they, they got three, four, maybe five good songs and then the rest are eh, that's about it. And yeah. then Native Tongue didn't come out until 93 and by that time they were kind of on the way out Um, but they still had some really good songs on that one. Stand is a great song on that album Um, and then they kind of fell apart after that. So they didn't put another album out until 2000 and I don't think it was the original lineup at that point. I don't um, either. 93 was the last of the original lineup and they continue to put out albums but you know i don't think they did anything on any kind of um charts or anything so yeah, I, mean, I was gonna just, say
0: unsuccessfully probably
1: yeah so unfortunately it's you know hopefully if this covid thing holds out we're gonna get to see those guys on july 8th i'm i'm hoping it's going to be the i would love four. to see them I thought you're going to that stadium tour. I know I want to. I would love to oh, see them. I'm saying, okay. but like COVID, right? I'm hoping that it holds on this year because we lost it last year. We're hoping to get it back this year. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun to see that lineup if they if they come back with the original lineup. I don't know. I, I you know, I know it, it's 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 uh it'll be fun, but anyway, yeah, I, I'm sure I'm I'll sure you know, here. yeah, because I'm sure I talked over your album, and you can probably just talk over your album too. Then do you want exactly?
0: But, right. anyways. Uh, poison open up and say ah uh, you have classics like nothing but a good time and everyone rose has its thorn but one of my favorite album or one of my favorite songs in the album was look but you can't touch I don't know why I found it fun yep I found it different I I mean when you think of poison there's not much
1: of a change but but... you can't touch the best things in life ain't cheap exactly yeah (laughs) so
0: like but but like Jeff said this this album had a Bad couple of songs. Yep. I mean, three to five was a terrible stretch. Like back to the rocking horse, good love, and tearing down the walls.
1: Nothing. Uh, I mean, I, um, I, I tearing down the walls is not bad. <laughs> love on the rocks is probably the. I would swap those two in and out. Yeah, you know, love on the rocks. I mean, mm-hmm. it. I it it kind of opened up with a very weak song. It almost should have been nothing but a good time to open it up, and I think it would have been. But I just don't think they had. I don't think they could have thrown those four together. I just. I don't think I in. don't
0: think they had a good set list. I think they should have taken a second, redone a couple more songs, and then re then release then release again. It. it
1: was you know it was a sophomore album. It's you the know.
0: '80s too. It's like they're yep. just throwing shit out there because hair metal's slowly dying, and this is this was released in '88, which is towards the end of hair metal, where we're getting into the grunge the grunge esque style. So
1: th- yeah, we were only three years away from grunge at this point. Yeah,
0: so you know that it's slowly coming to an end, and I think they were just trying to get something out. It
1: was running its course at this point.
0: Yeah, Uh, everything coming out sounded normal, like hair metal, but it was just a blend of hair metal. There was nothing fun about it, I guess, compared to other hair metals.
1: I I think you know they all sounded the same. It's just who looked better on stage.
0: That is fair, right? Because those guys probably do look very good on stage. Uh, Well, I'm sure they do too, but whatever. Anyways, anyway,
1: so you gave me one. I gave you. I um, gave you something.
0: I gave you who recently passed away.
1: Mad villain, villain,
0: Mad villainy.
1: Villainy. What? Villain I don't know. It doesn't matter. Mad villainy. Okay. Well, okay. okay. So this all, was before, this...
0: before speaking, look yeah. how you spell mad villain. Look how you
1: spell villain. That's I how you spell villain. villain. Yeah, I got it. Villain-y. villainy. Yeah, I got it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for the English 101 course. You're welcome. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so. Uh, this one I got my wife Michelle which she was on the podcast before she got to listen to this one too and
0: yeah. thank God
1: Matt didn't put too much of the n-word in there I think there was two or three songs with it but they were kind of subtle and they were kind of just thrown out there and they were in there but they were not as bad as others yeah so so
0: I'll talk a little bit about MF Doom here Yeah,
1: he's a, he's a guy
0: who loved comic books was a nerd about them and this album came out in 2004, which, guess, hey. which is Year, way yeah. ahead of its time. Your Timmy was born. It's. I think. I think this album, <laughs> this album could be a release right now. You were it would five. Still be seen as a great album. I was
1: five. No, yeah. I would say it's great. Here's the thing. You can hear a lot of old school rap. When I say old school rap, I'm talking 80s, 90s rap,
0: which like boom bap sounds.
1: Yeah. Okay. You hear a lot of that in it. But then you, you throw in a little twist of his experimental, and that's what you get with this guy. Mm-hmm. He's he's an old school rapper with a twist just to make it weird, just enough to make it weird. Mm-hmm. I think the one song I did like on it was Figaro. Yes, it was one of the tracks I liked.
0: That's a very fun track, yeah. One but of my other than still. that,
1: I mean it was just it was just strange. Even from the first track, it was strange. Yeah so okay he did okay, about, let's put it this way let's go to the second track because the first track was more of like an introduction to them yeah yeah but the second the second track which would have been accordion yeah that was just i mean and, and he that one gets a lot of plays mm-hmm. but i just this it whole just, album's
0: getting plays
1: well okay i understand that i mean he's about his monthly listeners is about where poison is i think they're pretty close uh
0: mf doom sitting at three, three million.
1: million What is poison at
0: Uh, give me a sec. Poison is at like three point six. So,
1: so they're very, very comparable in different genres. Mm -hmm. But you know, this was it it was very strange. Um, I'm I'm going down to the the song list here.
0: It is an interesting album. But the big thing about MF Doom is like he wants to create an album to listen to front to back. He wants to be able to put a story into his albums. You did
1: tell us it was more of like a story, and I I think it it's there. I think mm. it just gets lost for me. Okay. I mean Maybe for you, it's okay. But for me, I got lost.
0: Yeah. So I like, I like this album and I like mm food. Mm-hmm. I think it was Which
1: is also released in the same year.
0: Yep. I think both are his best albums. Hmm. And uh, I think, I think MF doom is a great storytelling artist.
1: Yeah. And I just, I, again, it kind of fell along with the other three albums I did this week. It was just kind of like, well, I guess I'm going to be stuck in the threes. So <laughs> I'm stuck in the threes. Fair enough. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's, it's all right. I guess I can understand why you enjoy it because it is, it's out there. It's a little mm-hmm. eclectic. It's off beat. It's off the mainstream yep. stuff. And that's kind of where you gravitate. You always been, I do. I like, you kind of go, go a little bit stuff, off. Though. You kind of go, it's like, I'm not going down Main Street, but I'm going to go along like, like Second Street. Or yeah. Third Street, but I'm not on Main, but I'm close, but I'm not quite there.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm a little out there. Um, I almost gave you a really experimental band when we first were going to record this, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because I think it would have drove you nuts.
1: Well, it probably would have drove your mom nuts too. So
0: exactly. But uh, have Dude, you ever heard of, Have you ever heard of the band Death Grips? Death Grips. Death Grips. Uh, I'm gonna say no. After this I'll play you a song of theirs. But
1: no, I can play it right now. Here, okay.
0: Well, uh, n- okay.
1: Might as well you're talking about it. I guess
0: so Death Grips I think is another really great experimental band that um Anthony so what song Fant- do you want me to play. Uh Play Git Got. It's the most fun.
1: Well, it's the most played too.
0: That is true. Um, yeah i would have killed you
1: yeah
0: so that is that is off the uh oh what is that album called it's like the The money Money store Store. yep the Money Um, money store the year the snitch uh the powers that be they're all great albums and i think they're they're of the 2010s i think they're the Best experimental rap group, as MF Doom was in the 2000s. So you said, that's the Money why it came like,
1: out in 2012. It looks like.
0: Yep. So in the 2010s, you have Death Grips for the experimental, and in the 2000s, you had MF Doom. And so enough. I think I think that's how they're kind of like interchanging. But uh, that that is a fun album if you want to push yourself out of the comfort zone of your regular listening. If you listen to rap,
1: interesting. Death
0: Grips. Death Grips. Huh. all right fair enough yeah so that's that is the albums that we gave each other Kind of
1: fun week this week yeah no kidding
0: well um yeah you you know of the (laughs) rap albums was this one of the better ones i've given you
1: uh well i think there were better ones but ones that weren't like i wanted to come over and kill somebody ones yeah that was better than that i'll take it okay there you go. When it comes to rap, it's hard to please you. All right, let's go to 1976, shall we? Oh, geez. <laughs> you know, this was funny because you you did one way and I did another. So you looked up the top albums yep. of 76, and I looked up the top songs from 76. Okay. And it's so funny because I was just kind of doing a little bit of comparison here at how many of them really didn't line up with where the albums or the songs came off of those albums fell. Really. Yeah, I'm not kidding, huh? So, I, so one so of the one of the, the biggest. So these song. are the top albums from '76. Yes. Really. From that I've
0: seen. So, from the, okay.
1: okay, so they're not per se the top selling albums. these are, these are your top albums from 1976 that you picked up. That so there was a
0: list. I, I looked okay. up a couple lists, and okay. of the ones that I noticed and that I liked, I put on there. <laughs> okay, so there enough. is a couple that I'm probably missing.
1: But, well, I mean, okay, so if you look at, if you look at, okay, a day at the races, that one probably, that one, does that, that one must have Bohemian Rhapsody on it. Uh, I mean, let me look. I'm pretty sure it does. I think that's the, the Bohemian Rhapsody one is the day at the races because it was not on opera. No, it is not. Oh, it's not on that one. No, uh,
0: Bohemian Rhapsody is it's on opera. It's on, not at the opera. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: well, so, A Day at the Races is one
1: of their, uh, least so the least okay, popular so, albums, So, which is kind of weird because in 76, um, Bohemian Rhapsody was the 18th top played song on Billboard,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's not on A Day at the Races, which was nope. released in 76, so it must have been A Night at the Opera, it must have came out in 75 and it was a carryover, so You're My Best Friend, that must be on A Day at the Races
0: uh queens the night at the opera came out in 75 yes yep
1: okay so you're my Um, best friend is that on that's (laughs) nope that's on also that's also on
0: yeah i see that now uh, a day at the races is kind of underwhelming if you look at the track list except for and the only song that kind of carries this album is somebody to love
1: oh yeah that was on here too wait a second where did that come in somebody to love somebody wait hold on i'll find it you got me second Somebody, t- I remember that. I saw that Somebody on here. Somebody too. No. You remember well, maybe not. But I, I thought it was on here. But okay. Anyway, I remember. But that it. is it this that song. is
0: the biggest song that came off of the Queen album, A Day at the Races, which came out in 1976. Um, other bigs. Uh, I'll, I got found another album that we we've discussed before. Uh, okay.
1: The Eagles' Hotel California. Oh yeah.
0: This came out in 76. Uh, Take one it of my to favorite- the limit was number twenty-five. One of my favorite uh
1: songs when i was a
0: kid was hotel california, california. right
1: i so, loved that and i'm song. i'm pretty sure that take it to the limit was on that album nope no come on Seriously? give me a sec i'm i'm no from it what was i'm not, seeing, it was lion eyes good god <laughs> <laughs> you're just uh, struggling
0: so i mean even if you look at it the the
1: album list and the song list are yeah
0: it's is nuts
1: well okay so yeah you're right it's stupid. take it to the limit came out in 75 and but it made it on 76 it made it on 76, 76. <laughs> yeah okay fine
0: it's kind of confusing very uh,
1: much so That's uh not... the next
0: the next one that came out another great album one that we talked about before when looking at the rolling stones top albums of all time stevie wonder songs, songs in, the in the key, key of life, life.
1: yeah and I think that's probably his best album. I
0: I, I don't know enough about Stevie Wonder to well, <laughs> say
1: again. Stevie Wonder is one of those guys that's gonna have one or two mega hits on an album, and the rest is gonna be crap. <laughs> that's what I found with him. So he's, Stevie have, Wonder's
0: on this album, Sir Duke, isn't she lovely? And I wish. Those are the big three. Right. On this so, album.
1: Right. So he's gonna have, like I said, you know, one, two, three songs and some of those um, weren't the greatest.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the biggest so, th- the biggest three uh, Sir Duke and isn't she lovely? have both have over 100 million plays on Spotify. Right. But you got to remember that again, this came out in 1976. 100 million on Spotify
1: is pretty big for an older band. Yeah, for sure because it's not anything that the newer art, the, the most older artists don't get yeah i mean so but there is there is a there is a phenomenon to stevie wonder and his talent for what he has and what he doesn't have there there there's just a it's just amazing what he can do
0: yeah okay here's
1: another funny thing that i've heard recently um so
0: tiktok loves to make fun of helen keller i don't know why have you seen that no i'm not i don't think i want to go there but that's so it's like it's like tiktok's like she can't write a book she can't do this because she's blind and deaf. right like that's that's the thing they're getting at and now they're trying to say that stevie wonder wasn't actually blind oh, <laughs> because yeah. there's one video out there of somebody throwing a water bottle at him and him catching it really that is
1: their proof that <laughs> stevie Wonder's not blind guys watch out well maybe he's not he may not be uh totally blind but blind enough that he can't see very well yeah
0: i don't i don't know but I, I think it's just funny, the fascination of people trying to prove that somebody isn't disabled. Right, I don't get that either.
1: Just let it go. Oh,
0: God. Anyways, uh, another big album that came out, we just talked about this one recently with the Ramones self-titled.
1: Yep. Um, we got well, the Ramones bo- self-titled, you got Boston self-titled. Do you have Tom Petty self-titled? I mean, there was some, Kiss Destroyer, I mean, that's probably one of their biggest albums mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorites, twenty one twelve, is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know you made the list here, and I mean, there was, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin presence. I don't think I would have put that one on because I don't think that's a great album. But but I mean, yeah. High, did High hard. Voltage come out in High 76? Voltage was seventy six. Um,
0: Taking it to the streets by the Doobie Brothers. Yep, I like the Doobie Brothers. they uh, one of my Desire by Bob Dylan.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: again it's it's a Dylan release. So no matter right. well, what you're okay, going to get so like Dirty a good Deeds or two songs. Dirty
1: Deeds and High Voltage both came out in the same year? Is that I possible? I think
0: so. I mean, don't, I mean, let me double check, but right I, from what I've seen I'm pretty sure they did.
1: It might be one came out in early the year and one came out late in the year maybe. But that's kind of weird. Aerosmith uh, Rocks came uh, out yep, both like came 80.
0: out both came out in 76. High Voltage their first album and Dirty Deeds their second.
1: Wow. That's interesting. So, "Fly Like an Eagle" from Steve Miller, one of their best ba- best albums. Uh, Steve Miller Band's best album, "Fly Like an Eagle," by mm-hmm. far. Aerosmith um, rock, rocks. Another good album. "Fly but, Like you know, an Eagle" always reminds me of space. So, Town. I mean, I know you pulled off a lot of like rock bands. Yep. Um, you know, which is great. But if you listen to, if if I read you the top, even the top ten songs of the year.
0: All right, go go from ten to one. I'm curious now. Uh,
1: A Fifth of Beethoven by Walter Murphy and his Big Apple Band. Huh? Love is Alive by Gary Wright. Huh? 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, Paul Simon. Okay. Love Machine by The Miracles. Really? Wow. Kiss and Say Goodbye by The Manhattans. Oh, my God. Play That Funky Music by Wild Cherry.
0: I mean, that is the end of funk
1: in this era, yeah. Well, this is the beginning of, this is the beginning of, uh, disco. rock disco. Oh,
0: disco no. Disco was
1: coming in. Disco, disco in 76. Disco was all the way through the early eighties, buddy. Oh my goodness. Before okay. hair metal took over. It okay. Was disco. Uh, Oh, what a night or December, 1963. Oh, what a night by the four seasons. Okay. Disco lady by Johnny Taylor. Hmm. Don't go breaking my heart. Elton John and Kiki D. That's a, that's a good song. And Silly Love Songs by Wings. Wow. Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney. Oh, my God. That was number one. I didn't recognize like half of them. But now you get like number 11, Sarah Smile by Holland Oates. Mm-hmm. Afternoon Delight, Starlight Vocal Band. Afternoon
0: Delight.
1: I Write the Songs by Barry Manilow. I write okay, before, before you keep going. make the world show whatever it is. <laughs> so, Fly, so I don't know. So Fly Robin Fly with just Silver Connection. Afternoon
0: Delight, the song that you talked about really quick. Yep. Hold on. Starland uh, Vocal Band. Afternoon Delight. I always think of Anchorman.
1: Every single <laughs> time. Absolutely. You have that. <laughs> Where
0: they're singing it. Right. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight. But if, grab you look some at, man if you look
1: me, at, I mean, like... other than Queen coming in at 18 with Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Which was released a year earlier. Yep.
1: Uh, Love Hurts with Nazareth. Okay, Take It to the Limit, Eagles. Mm-hmm. Most of these songs are disco. Really? Shake Your Booty. Shake, Shake, Shake Your Booty by Casey and the Sunshine Band. Huh. Sweet Love, Commodores. I mean, Marvin Gaye released an album this year, too. Right? You Should Be Dancing, Bee Gees.
0: Wow. I saw. I think I saw ABBA release an album this Golden year Golden well. Years by
1: David Bowie it came in at 33. Hmm. Uh, but Everything Moonlight Feels Right by Starbuck. Moonlight hmm. feels right.
0: <laughs> yeah so abba abba released their second or third album uh arrival in 1976 which had dancing queen on it Hmm.
1: wow and yet dancing queen isn't anywhere on that list but i bet you didn't get released until 77 i bet you let me do this let me pull up 77 shall i go one year ahead
0: i'm curious now
1: aha look at dancing queen number 12 Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> Again, Rod Stewart. Number one. Huh? Tonight's the night. Uh, I just want to be your everything by Andy Gibb, which was part of the BGs. Yep. Uh, Best of my love by the emotions. Evergreen by Barbara Streisand. Angel in your arms by hot. I like dreaming. Kenny Nolan. Don't leave me this way. Thelma Houston. Higher and higher. Reader Coolidge. Undercover Angel. Alan O'Day. A lot of these Bands you've never heard of, you'll never hear them again. No, I am I'm your shocked. boogeyman. I am your boogeyman. Casey and the Sunshine Band, number eleven. I'm Margaritaville shocked. was Jimmy Buffett. That was That's number a fun fourteen. Song. I do Sir, like Margarita Sir Bill. Duke, Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So that
0: was released in 1976, but it wasn't uh, until it didn't chart until 77, huh?
1: Right, but 77 also brought in um, rumors. Yes, that so now I you're starting know. to see the influence of, of, of more of uh, a classic rock. come in. We have mm-hmm. more rock coming in. Fly Like an Eagle, Steve Miller Band was number 28. Uh, hot Car Wash, Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce, working at, the, at the car, car, car wash, wash yeah. mm-hmm. number 26. By the way, huh? Rich Girl with Holly Oaks, you're rich, you're rich girl. girl. Yeah, that's
0: right. Don't know.
1: But oh, this is oh, when Kenny uh, Rogers came funny, in with Lucille.
0: Funny story about Rich Girl. My friend was walking down the stairs and he was playing the song. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is Ryan, by the way, the one who loves to sing everything. Oh, yeah. So he's singing along. And I go, oh, Holland and Oates. And he goes, no, no, no. It's uh, Daryl Hale. And I was like, dude. <laughs> I was like, dude. Daryl <laughs> Hall and John Oates. It's yeah, Hall and I was, Oates, like, I was baby. like, that's Hall and Oates, dude. And
1: he goes, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that one, that one killed me. That's uh, funny. But so yeah, he's yeah, yeah. singing
0: "Rich Girl, yeah.
1: So, we, you know, you really, when you're looking at the top albums versus top singles, You almost have to go one year back for the albums for the next year for the singles, which is surprising. Well, they didn't all get released at the same time the album did, but sometimes they would release the album and then they would release a single to get people to buy the album. Yeah. So what they do is they would put the album out. Okay. We're going to release a single and then it'll drive people to the record stores to buy that album. And then it will, it'll lose a little bit of traction because you know, that one song is getting overplayed and then they'll do another song and then, Oh, there'll be another surge to buy that album again. From the people that didn't buy it out the first song because they liked the second song better or something like that so they they were you know these record executives were you know really playing around with people's purchasing they were watching what was being bought and sold and or, uh, purchased and and listened to so they were looking at radio play they were looking at purchases they were looking at singles because back then you could buy the 45 of the song uh, you know, and then and sometimes they would put a they would put a weird song on the B side, and the B side song would get popular. Hmm. Well, then it's like, okay, now what do we do? <laughs> it's like <laughs> so you're just getting so, screwed so, everywhere. Yeah, it's like you know, it's just it's just strange, but
0: yeah, the music the music industry I don't understand, but that's okay.
1: No, and, and you know we're not supposed to understand it, but it, it's just the way it is. It was, you know, it's it's constantly changing. It's always changing. It's not mm-hmm. going to ever be the way it was. I mean,
0: because because now a lot of artists are releasing multiple own singles stuff.
1: at a time but they're but they're doing it on their own on their own thing or they're doing it on independent labels because they don't yeah, need they anything. don't
0: need they don't need music labels anymore
1: music right, labels they, are slowly phasing out right because they don't need the big people to do it no they could do it themselves for like a hundred dollars at their place <laughs> it's nuts and i mean
0: you can see artists now blowing up off of tiktok like right social media has changed the way that we find music and the way that people social media has changed
1: a lot of things we do in life it is it
0: is nuts cell phones and social media it is nuts i don't i don't understand how crazy times have changed from listening to vinyl compared to listening to music on our phones (laughs) like do you i have like six thousand songs on my phone And like even what back in
1: the nanos, like those little iPod nanos, right? the shuffles, you could have like 30,000 songs. I'm, it's just baffling. You know, it's funny. Mom said, you know, when we were listening to all these different albums today and we were listening, Mm -hmm. we, we listened to one of her podcasts too, on, and in between the two albums and she goes, this is probably the one streaming service that we buy that we get the most use out of. Yeah. Which is Spotify. Yeah. So thank you, Spotify. (laughs) <laughs> thank you spotify but it,
0: it it's nuts and you guys didn't even use spotify like six months ago
1: well, no not well i mean but you i used but I to I only
0: listen Pan- to pandora
1: Well, i did because it was free and i didn't mind it and i had all my stuff set up in pandora so there's no reason to change that is fair until i started paying for pandora or if I paying for spotify i was like okay now i gotta change because i'm paying for it so now i gotta go you know yeah
0: and now you kind of love it more and more
1: well you know i think they're about the same i you know i i don't you're, know
0: you're a kind of guy that'll listen either to a full album or just like a, a radio so even on right. Spotify, and I, and like I you know even
1: even you know some of the mixes they've put together those are fun to listen to too i just i just throw on a couple mixes once in a while and just mm-hmm. let it play yeah and have played in the background i said no yep, yeah, and i'm tapping along does a song and there might be a song or two i don't like well i'll get to oh no song skip like. it yep yeah whatever
0: yeah it's so. it's nuts
1: all right, man, let's wrap this up. Yeah, I guess up. I guess
0: that's all we have on this episode of Pause Music. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pause Music Podcast. Uh, let, if you guys want to be a guest on our show, let Jeff or I know, and we'll try and set things up. I'll, we always love finding having guests on. We say this every single week. Guests are fun. We get to listen to some new music that we wouldn't normally listen to, bands that we probably have never heard of before every once in a while. And it, it, it's enjoyable. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully we'll try and get a guest on next week. Uh, yeah,
1: we, should, we probably should do that again, huh? Yeah, I've, I kind of want to get a guess. I think on we've here. done a couple weeks without one, so maybe yeah. we should go back to having one on there.
0: Yeah, uh, anything else to add? Nah, yeah, yeah
1: it's, been, it's been kind of a yeah, let's just wrap this sucker up because I'm ready to move on to the next week. Because <laughs> well, you had so <laughs> many bad albums, huh? I, I, you know what, I did. I'm, I'm sorry, it was just you know, uh, yeah, it was just it's, not it's good been a up. rough week for you. It's been a very rough week. It's just it's Yeah, next week should be better. All right. Well, on that note, I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. We're out of here. See ya.